Blog Talk Radio. He's not. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Yo! What up, though, War Room family? It's that time, man. You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin in the building. Uh, you know, we're going to do what we do just for a little while here. NBA All-Star Saturday. I say that because it's not exactly a week in this time it's one day everything's going to be done on saturday so nba all-star saturday in atlanta is a couple days away so we're going to discuss the festivities and a whole lot more so sit back chop it up with you guys in the war room and of course you can get in on the conversation by signing in right now to the bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room or you could join us on facebook or twitter at war room sports we'll also be taking your calls as usual in about 15 minutes that's on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. So whether you're with us live or not, we just need to remind you that during the week, anytime we're not live on the air, you can still check out archive episodes of the show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. So shout out to everybody on the network. Uh, you can either do that on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of, the, one of the, you know, the major podcast listening platforms, man. Just name one. And we're most likely there. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode, so just make sure you don't. What up, homies? Uh, I see Texas and Mississippi, Mississippi, they opening back up 100% capacity and no longer requiring masks in public. Y'all visiting or no? I mean, I was never going to Mississippi anyway <laughs> for anything ever <laughs> in life. So, so there's... And that's no, yo, I say that respectfully, yo, respectfully to the folks in Mississippi, I, I you know. SMD. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully, no, SMD. Like, there's, a couple, there's a couple places I have no plans of going, Alabama, Mississippi, like, yeah, I'm a, Yo, I'm a, I was about I'm to say, we, we've that. had this conversation several times, probably, I think, Maybe. I think, like, it stemmed from our travel, we were, like, traveling somewhere when we first had this conversation, and I know that's... Two of those places on yeah. both of our lists, Alabama, Mississippi. Those yes, are sir. the first ones I always yes, think sir. of. Um, I, mean, I got love yeah. in Texas, though, but I still ain't going. I ain't going right now. Like, you know, shout out to my people in Houston. Like, you know, I had, yeah. I've had, I've had amazing times in Houston, but I, I'm chill. I'm, I'm off y'all right now. Yeah, right now, what they doing down there? We need to get our people out of Texas for a little while because they, they tripping right now. Um, I see bad things happening, you know, because of this because. These places that are doing this are places where the citizens, you know, a good majority of the citizens never believed in any of this in the first place, never wanted to wear a mask. These are people who have marches to say, you know, you're infringing upon our constitutional right because you're trying to save my life with me wearing a mask. So this is not just going to be a suggestion to these people. 
Like, they're going to look at this as, okay, let's take these joints off. We don't have to do it. As a matter of fact, I sent you that that photo earlier. A store in Mississippi already got a sign on the door that says masks are not allowed in this store. Like, come on, man. Holy cow. What we, <laughs> what we doing here, man? What's up, B? You, you visited Mississippi or Texas? B, B, nah, I B, stay out B of Mississippi. He probably had COVID uh, twice already. He ain't paying attention to none of this. My life, my life is in danger. <laughs> my life is in danger in Mississippi, and it ain't got nothing to do with COVID or masks. Trust me right. and believe. Right. Right. So I, stay I mean, out of I, I can I can also see how black people could feel a little relief in Mississippi that they don't have to wear a mask anymore because, you know, a black dude wearing a mask into a store, you know, <laughs> we know what kind of trouble that can cause. It's basically just giving them a reason, giving them an excuse. So, um, I mean, it's, it's not yeah, like no. we need a mask on. So now, to give so them now an basically, excuse, so if you're black and you choose to abide by wearing a mask and it's Mississippi, you're risking your life yet again. Well, doubly. <laughs> <laughs> what your what your man say? Forty five bigly, bigly. All right, so, so let's get into some sports, man. Let's get into some hot topics. A few things going on in, in sports this week, uh, rather this weekend, and you know we talk about some of that stuff. But uh, before we do, hot topics are brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. You know what time it is. It's time for you to make some bread, sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to place your bets. Lay down some chicken on the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast. No hassle. They even have in-game live bettings. You can place wagers after the game start. So join now and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Do that math. Just, just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word. To activate this offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it, man. Have y'all noticed, though, you know, since, you know, those new laws came down, have y'all noticed how many online bookies there there are these days? Like, I've, you know, just watching sports, you see six commercials. I'm not talking about per game. I'm talking about per commercial break. <laughs> and at least at least three of those commercials are about you know a, a, an online bookie. So everybody getting it in now. Well, everybody got their little deals the to start you off with. That ain't nothing. One of the owners of War Room Sports, I ain't gonna say who it is, has been on the casino. <laughs> That's old news. All, all when it wasn't is, legal. All I'm gonna say is Bush Bush Bush, Bush shut me down. That's but now. Now that the law, I was ahead of the game. I was ahead of the curve, though. But now, now that the um the laws have changed, that's why you see it so much. So many more states are opening up to that idea. Yeah. And uh, all co- all COVID did it. was uh you know push push that timeline up. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. catch trying to get mean, that chicken. On the on yeah. the on the low, you, in case you no ain't got to go see attention to the way to the way the U.S. government works. It's not really that things are bad or good or even legal or illegal. Things are illegal. Until they figure out how to get tax revenue off, how to get a piece. Once tax exactly. revenue, once tax and revenue can be figured out, it really don't matter whether it's good or bad. It's just can we can we? Yeah, I mean, can we make some money? Because I mean, once they get tax crack, anyway. crack coming back, bars. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of what's good, good. The term, well, think about it. Good or bad is subjective anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. No, no. If you know, you know. <laughs> Y'all might be too slow. I'm, I'm killing it tonight. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. So let's get into topics, man. Let, let's start. Just a boxing topic that keeps coming up, man. This whole Logan Paul, uh, Floyd Mayweather fiasco. Well, Logan Paul, he's opening his mouth right now because remember it was postponed. Um, according to him, you know, part of that postponement was to make this this Travis Sham mockery even bigger. He's claiming now that Al Heyman has gotten involved in this quote-unquote exhibition fight between he and Floyd Mayweather is now going to be broadcasted on Floyd's former home of Showtime. Like, like what, is, what is this doing to boxing? I mean, you, they're going to get their, their numbers. It's going to be a, a popular thing. But I, I, is this whole exhibition match between the biggest two people, and I'm not talking about the biggest two fighters or biggest boxers, just the biggest names, the biggest influencers that you can find. Like, is this just going to be the new wave? And Floyd Mayweather is going to be at the front of it because he doesn't have to risk his his, his undefeated record. Like, what is this, man? Showtime? If you jungle bunnies are still fighting for the position of this man as the greatest of all time, in the sweet science, shame on your life, your blackness, and everything else, man. This dude is such a coon, man. He's like the definition of coon. He is the definition of it. So I take it you don't like him getting his bag <laughs> by fighting this dude. <laughs> yo, yo, B. Austin, B. Austin hated the bull when the bull was like still like in his prime, uh, getting dubbed. So this no I mean, Yo, I hope, all, I hope Logan Paul with... wins everything coming to him in life in a ring against dude. <laughs> yo, <laughs> all right. Yo, I, feel listen, you. I, I mean, hope I hope he take his girl. Yo, you want to, <laughs> you're going to take everything I mean, from you, huh? Listen, man, I don't wish nothing bad on the brother, man. I feel, you know, I, I feel like the brother needs help, man. You know, trying to get a payday. He's a, he's a bad capitalist, and good man. Relative. You know, I, 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 I blame us. I blame us for supporting it. If there wasn't a market for it, it wouldn't happen. So, you know, when I, I say us, I mean us, the people, I mean, not me, not know, me personally. I about to say, you know <laughs> what earth we live on. That's never going to change. So. Yeah, Listen, man, you, you can't get paid on the earth this big. You worthless, kid. I mean, we got <laughs> we got Nate Robinson, um, you know, getting his boot stretch uh, in, in a situation like this. You got Lamar Odom, who about to go out here and um, embarrass himself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just he's got a lot of stuff going on, and it's like the crazy part is it is. To me, it's taken away from the real stuff. Like, you really don't even hear that much buzz. And I guess we're guilty of it because we're talking about it, too. But you don't hear that much buzz about the real fights going on. You know what I'm saying? The Canelos and, Listen, and man, people like that. I've been, saying, I've been saying up. on this show, I've been saying on this show for a decade that we do not recognize the power of social media yet. And I don't think we still do. We don't recognize the power of the attention economy, man. Like, like. And I also <laughs> have been saying for a long time. Economy. I've been saying for, I've been saying for a long time that, yo, all this is just proving that Vince McMahon um, or Barnum and Bailey were ahead of the curve. They recognized that all you got to do is entertain folks, a little bit of little <laughs> bit of bread and circuses, 
And we don't really care about like competitive competitive sports for real for real. We just want to be right. entertained at the end of the day. No, and you're you're absolutely right. That's why wrestling under Vince McMahon in particular has always been so big when the diehard fans know that it's fake, it doesn't matter. Entertain me. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's, 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 it's literally just to entertain me. And now it's like, like you can swing on a that, dude that, that, and that. stomp on the mat and act like that's the noise the punch made. <laughs> but listen though, what what has happened is Yo, other sports have t- have taken that. <laughs> so it's like it's like the the NBA is kind of like mastered being ultra dramatic, but still giving you enough enough competition for the the, the sports junkie, quote unquote. But it's giving you enough of the dramatics for the for the casual fan. Like the NBA mm-hmm. is over dramatic every day for various <laughs> reasons, whether it's criticizing the refs, whether it's the trades that are going down is like the NBA is ultra dramatic, and and that's what it is. It's the Vince McMahon of the, uh, the the sports world. Shout out to Angry Spider. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, NBA TV is replaying that game right now. I, the game Yo, was, my, if, if you know, if there's a such yeah. thing, that game was like an instant classic. <laughs> they already replayed. Yeah, it. shout out to Spider though. My man Spider said, I don't care what just happened. We won that game. Like my man, tried, my man, you talk about cognitive <laughs> cognitive dissonance. My man said, no, we won. <laughs> Yo, the score says you lost by eight. Like, 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 it wasn't even like you won. You lost by one, or you know what I mean? Like the score says Yo, you lost by they eight. Let him, they let him. They let him get that off, and they ain't even really questioned about that. My man straight looked at the camera with a straight <laughs> face and said, "Yo, I don't care what the score says. We won this game." Dude, he said, "Shout out to the Sixers because they play hard, but we won that game." Uh uh-huh, We won this game, huh? <laughs> he lost by eight though. <laughs> like, yo, that's what are you exactly, talking yo, that's exactly what you didn't do. Like, yo, that's the kind of close. confidence you got to have, man. Dude, yo, Spider was teaching y'all a lesson, though. When you got that kind of confidence, dog, facts don't matter, yo. You just walk into but a room and tell a girl, like, yo, you're not. But you know what he – he also tested the water. You know, he, he and Shaq had that awkward uh, uh, that awkward moment lately, but he tested his, his Shaqness out, too, because – you could tell the whole time he wanted to do it, and then he kind of waited, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." You saw him thinking to himself, and he, you know, he let an mm-hmm. F bomb go real quick. You know, like Shaq used to do on camera every once in a while after he was upset. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, everything about, yo, everything, everything, everything about what he did last night was all like planned. Like even when you see him walk yeah, off the court when he got ejected, you you can see him like thinking, like, "All right, I'm gonna hit this bottle of uh, this empty Gatorade, John." Then he hit it. Hey. And he almost hit somebody. Then he ran over there to make sure. Then he had to run over. Right. Yeah. If you're that mad, you don't care about about dude. Like, you, you did what you did. Yeah, that, that's that's really honestly that's really because he's a good guy. He's trying to act hard. <laughs> like you really are a nice guy. Yeah. Shout out to to my one of my favorite sitcoms until they messed it up. The game. He was on his Derwin Davis. He 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 had, yeah. had Derwin Davis, but you know he he tried to play one of the moments when Derwin Davis got mad and wanted to act like he was. Like he wasn't the church going dude. Like Donovan Mitchell prays yeah. before every foul shot. Like, come on, cuz. That's yeah. not you. Like, you like, could ball, like he prays. Like, like y'all ever watch his like, routine? Yo, he says a quick prayer uh-huh. before every foul shot. F O H. Like he's really a nice right. guy. Like, yo, just be like you're really a nice guy. You you can have game, but you're a nice guy. All right. Nothing wrong with being nice. Um, oh, I'm not saying it uh, is. I'm just saying, like he be, he was trying to, like, he was fake acting stuff, man. But I, I think the confidence is the, the the illest part. Like, yo, we won. 
<laughs> dude, what happened yeah, in the last the like, couple hours? He's like, yeah, you know, our record, we won you know, we got a L on our record, but we won the game, so it really don't matter what the record say. You know what I mean? Chalk that up. Chalk that up for another, you know. Chalk that up for another notch in our playoff belt. That's going to help us That's out. legendary. Man. All right, so some more stuff going on, of course, in the NBA. Like we always do, we got to announce our NBA Players of the Week. And for this past week, your NBA Players of the Week, again, Devin Booker, and again, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, We've been talking about Giannis lately. It kind of seems like the league might be over him, but I guess the people who vote for these – these players of the week, they got to be real. I mean, because there was that one week where they weren't real and they gave it to Sadiq Bey. That's probably because they just didn't want to give it to Giannis again. But um, uh, Giannis averaged 37 points, 10.7 rebounds, 5.7 assists. The Bucks went 3-0, and and they're starting to ascend up the standings a little bit. As a matter of fact, you know, we talk about Brooklyn being a half game out behind the Sixers for that first-place spot. Uh, the, the Bucks are only two games back, so this is going to be um, at least a three-team race from here on out. And um, Giannis looked like he's getting back to, if he ever left, like I said, I think it was more so the league just not wanting to give him his props, but, you know, he's back, if if you will, to that MVP form. So if he's going to play like this for the rest of the season, uh, look out, Nets, look out, Sixers. Uh, Booker, he's been cooking since I believe that week they played the Sixers. Like he came into that game kind of high. Yeah, he's this on. He's he on averaged, the Yeah, he he averaged thirty three points a game, four point three assists, and the Suns, um, who are also uh, balling, they went three and one uh, last week. Um, we I asked you guys about Harden last week, and I think Harden is, is even he. You know, this week he's even given himself. More of a case for for folks to yeah, say he going, he he going to that crazy MVP right now. race. He going ham right now. But do y'all think um, Giannis and even even Devin Booker? Do y'all think their name belongs in that race? Even if not like top no. two or three, do you think their name belongs um, in the top? Let's let's say five, no. Jimmy. Let's say if we put five, does any of their names creep in? If you're putting five players up there, Giannis, ahead, not Giannis. Giannis. I can understand the no one Devin Booker, but with Giannis? Yo, my answer is this. There is not five. The MVP is Joel Embiid. <laughs> they can give it to him right now. It's, stand, it's signed and sealed, delivered. Yeah. Barring he doesn't get hurt. Wait, the rest I was about season, to say, Jim, before you said that next sentence, I was like, you know damn well it's not signed, sealed, delivered because he's still due <laughs> Listen, to miss 25 barring, games in a row. Barring injuries, <laughs> barring injuries it's not even close. <laughs> The That's not a sentence you can use with Joel Embiid, though, barring injury. That's just I mean, not I have, to, I have to leave that out there. Barring, barring, injury, <laughs> barring injury is over. Like, first yeah. of all, here's the thing. What right? he did he, against I, I remember doing that, like, last during that brief offseason, during that brief offseason, we, we were commenting in the group chat, like, yo, like, why the ball, like, you just didn't yo, hear he anything treated, from he him. Treated, yo, he, treated, he treated Rudy like yogurt. We did notice that we didn't hear anything from him and like, yeah, we didn't hear anything 40, from him. Like, he must have, like, you know, when he, he went and sold his soul because he came back a new man. Like, right. I, and a crazy and, and part a lot about of it is. attributed to him having a kid. Maybe he was more mature, but that might have been the maturity part. But I ain't no way he was full-time about it. I don't know if Doc Rivers. 
I don't know if he locked himself in the gym. I don't know if he like made a deal with the devil. He did something because he's a new man. Like the crazy. Here's the craziest part about it. The craziest part about it. He's probably also the defensive player of the year. That's what right. he's saying. He's a threat he's, to get forty every best, night. He's the be, he's a threat to get forty, but he's also the best defensive player in the NBA right now. So to me. This isn't even a rate. There is not five. There's not five. It's his. And also, what I noticed yeah, today, was, I think I it's between him and his like, teammate for that. Even though, yo, the 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 mass the mass media like then um made a collective effort and like they left Giannis and they jumped on Joel's wood now. So like they he's, they use all <laughs> yeah. kinds of they they use all kinds of lube and spit today when they were talking about Joel and B. Like Uh-oh. they went they went a bit too far. They were saying that um. You know, Hakeem can never. Yeah, they was like, they, they were, were like putting things. him above Hakeem. Hakeem couldn't have done that. Oh Dang, yeah, yeah. Went, I'm like, yo, y'all going? They, they went that far, dog. Like, I don't know. They weren't even using hands, huh? Uh, yo, the national media <laughs> used all kinds of spit, dog. They used all kinds of spit. Back of the throat. They were like, they were like, you know, caressing the base and everything, dog. It was kind of, it was, it was all over the place today, like. They were disrespecting gods to like big him up. I was like, yeah, they they pretty much left Giannis, and now it's like, you know, the Embiid wagon. But uh, you know, so we'll see how he responds to that because you know now now microscope is going to be under him because I'm not talking about just the four letters. Every sports network gave him a right. collective Yamini today. But my, my point is, it's for a reason though, like because again, he's playing at a different level than everybody in the NBA. The only person today that didn't really give him his just due was Nick Wright because Nick Wright was still talking about LeBron. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> LeBron could LeBron could average four, six, and eight. And Nick Wright is going to find a way to say that. I mean, he's LeBron's pretty much said that at this point. <laughs> so, shout out to Skyview in the chat. Um, he said we found – because he's a Sixers fan as well. He said we found our closer, hashtag Embiid. Um, I, I definitely got to give some props to Toby too, though, because in overtime, I guess I guess, I guess you can you can make the – you can distinguish between them because by the time a game gets to overtime, if Embiid had to do heavy lifting to get you there – you know he, you know damn well he's too tired to carry you through overtime as well. So I guess Toby will be our overtime closer if it comes to that because he put in 11 in overtime and was big boy and everybody they put on him. Um, so shy, you know I definitely I give Toby his props for that. It looked like in overtime last night that was his SMD for to y'all for not putting me in the All Star game moment because he was he he was cooking. Everybody in the post looking like a, a young mellow Anthony out there. Um, Skyview said Glenn Rivers has Embiid playing like a dominant big man. Um, cut all that three point shooting out and get your ass on the block. He, you know, he still takes maybe three a game, but they're way more in the flow. They're they're smarter than they were. And hell, the last one he hit was needed. Like that was a busted play. Um, I don't know what was called on the last play of the game of, of regulation, but it was, it was terrible. And he just figured I I just got to retreat to the three point line and shoot it. And it went in. So yeah, what Jimmy's saying has some merit, man. Right now, if you're saying anybody other than Joel Embiid, then you, you know, you either got a, a horse in the race or, or you Stevie wonder, <laughs> but shout out yeah. to, we did all this, but shout out to Devin Booker and Giannis for winning Players of the Week. Devin Booker was also <laughs> named Player of the Month for the Western Conference, with James Harden being named the Player of the Month in the East. So for the entire month of February, 
Devin Booker averaged 27.9, 4.5 assists on 52.3% shooting from the field. And for the month of February, the Phoenix Suns went 12-3. and Now, James Harden had to carry a bigger load in, in Brooklyn because um, KD's been down for a, a while now. So James Harden averaged 25.6, 10.7 assists, 8.8 rebounds. And and the Nets went nine and four in the month of February. So, you know, shout out to those guys. Um I don't know, Jim. I'm telling you, this dude, Beard, he creeping his way into that race, man. I'm all I'm you know, I'm all for MB right now. Like I don't see anybody being number one. But if this dude keeps playing like this, it's it's gonna be an argument yeah. between those two at the at the end of the season. But I, but maybe things yeah. will change when KD comes back and his production will have to take a little. <laughs> Jimmy bit said, ahead. "Home team." <laughs> Yo, your man, your man Kyrie Irving put out a, put out a tweet that says, "All glory goes to God, to Allah, to Netter. and um, folks. You know, the Christian mafia is in his mentions, giving him all sorts of uh, salacious <laughs> oh, and terrible uh, response. He, he can't praise who he want to praise. Why is that their business? Yo, yo, his mentions are so filthy right now, and people are citing scripture and, <laughs> and, and cursing. I imagine being an and cursing at the same I time. Imagine being a, a public figure in twenty twenty one. Got to be uh, brutal, yo. You can't even anything yeah. you say, yo. Everybody get to say something to you. <laughs> yeah. You, and you can't just go around putting your hands on people like I would like to do. All right, man. So. <laughs> Yeah. All-Star Day is coming up in a, in a couple of days. All-Star Day, because they're going to do everything on Saturday, like we mentioned in the outset. So, you know, like we usually do for All-Star Weekend, man, we're just going to give our picks for the competitions. Um, the Rising Stars Challenge is not really a challenge. It's just a Rising Stars roster. So there's no picks for us to give here. Um, I guess we could just, you know, give a quick uh, like we we can daydream on who would have won this game and who probably would have gotten the MVP had they played it, but of course they did the world format versus the the, the world versus US format, and for the US, um, the roster reads like this: we got Lamelo Ball from Charlotte, Anthony Edwards from Minnesota, Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings, Tyler Hero from Top Shot, I mean Miami. DeAndre Hunter from Atlanta, <laughs> Keldon Johnson from San Antonio, John Morant, Memphis, Michael Porter Jr., Denver, Zion Williamson from the Pelicans, Fly Pelicans, and uh, James Wiseman from Golden State. Your world team roster, <laughs> the ball precious Achua from Miami, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker from New Orleans, Denny Avgila from Washington. I don't know how. I can't pronounce half these names. R.J. Barrett from New York. Uh, Facundo Campazzo from Denver. Brandon Clark from Memphis. Lou Gintz Dort from Oklahoma City. Rui Hachimura from Washington. Theo Maladon from Oklahoma City. And Mikael Mulder from Golden State. So if there was a game... Who would have won this game, and who would have won MVP in this game? The world, Craig. Um, the world. NBA top shot. 
I go, I go, I go, I go with um the world a lot. I think, I think the U.S. would have taken uh, this one, and you know, it's hard to stop Zion. <laughs> so I would, I would have probably called Zion as the MVP because he scores so easily. Because you know, putbacks, rebounds, and putbacks like you don't think Zion is doing much, and then you look up, he got 25 and 10, and it's like Yo. the third quarter. <laughs> Zion get his shit punched. Oh, excuse me. Zion get his, his shot blocked five times, but he, but he, yo, but he's still gonna score though. Like he'll Zion is the, getting his shot blocked three times. Zion is the twenty twenty one Clarence Weatherspoon. <laughs> yo, but he's 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 he is statistically on pace, and this is not an opinion; it's a fact. He's statistically on pace. Have um his shots blocked more times than anybody in NBA history this season. Damn. But the crazy well, part is like, why is that? His, his bounce is so crazy, yo. Because he's he's undersized for the position he plays in the way he right. plays. He's undersized for the right. way he plays. Like my man is like shoulders down. I'm going to the basket, but it's also his second like jump that yo he'll get a shot. So everybody blocked, that play his position these days up. seven feet. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's another reason, right? But, it, mm-hmm. but like you'll block his shot and he'll come down and jump back up before you're able to even come all the way down again. Like his his bounce right. is like weird. It's like it's just a weird thing. He got something now. weird going on. Like <laughs> yeah, but he be cooking. Yeah, he definitely he be, be cooking. cooking though. Yeah, they they got shots on six times a game. <laughs> they got something cooking overall over there in in New Orleans, man. Because your man Olive Oil is a legitimate NBA player now. Um, an NBA star. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have a steal in Josh Hart. I still maintain that Lonzo Ball is a very solid point guard. You know, for what you need, especially Yo. for that team, he's a very good defender. My he's a very is, good playmaker. His jump shot is better now is, uh, than people give him credit for. Baby, he, baby brother got him stepping his game up. I really believe that. I know there's no way to prove this, but you can't tell me that his little brother coming in. And owning the league the way he does, it hasn't made him step his game up. But but you know what else? Brother, what else, still Jim? His baby brother coming in the way he came in has Lonzo kind of under the radar now because a lot of people wouldn't even give him the props that we're giving now because they're really not watching, they're not paying attention. They saw Lonzo, didn't like what they saw, and they just believe he is what they thought he was. But well, if they watch, never, never Lonzo, you're here. I'm like, guilty. Yeah, because he's, he's you the know, king he's, of the triple single. He's the king of the triple single, but he he, he right. plays the game very well. But the stuff that he does doesn't always show up on the stat sheet. So, you and know of what I'm course, he's the target the he came in with, with, with his dad saying how good yeah. he was going to be, and even Magic Johnson, you know, weighing in on that when he first drafted him. You know, expected Lonzo to have his, his jersey in the rafters and stuff yo, like that. His brother. His brother got that, plus he puts the numbers up. Like, that's the crazy part, yo. His brother does everything, yo. Because you know what the difference is in them? Because truthfully, like, like when you want to, because, you know, I'm a much bigger Mellow fan. But truthfully, when you break them down, they're the same player, but Mellow plays with more confidence. He's more aggressive. Like, he don't care what yo, people are going to say. It seems like Lonzo yo, he cares more aggressive about and... criticism. And you Mello can't tell take me that year playing against ever. grown men. That, yo, that year playing against grown men has helped him though, dog. Because it's like, like it's almost like that. Uh, like the Luca advantage. Like you play in a foreign country with grown men, you come over here and you realize like, yo, these dudes don't got no fundamental. 
Like, I was about to say, I'm you're nice playing with them. grown men who are more fundamentally sound than anything you're going to play against in the NBA. <laughs> Just not yeah, as talented. LaMelo, LaMelo puts the numbers up, and he got, like, you know, does a little bit of everything. Like, like LaMelo, LaMelo is a scary town. I know y'all don't want to hear this, dog, but, like, when you think about the fact that he really doesn't even know how to play yet, yo, he's going to be a future M- MVP candidate. Yo, LaMelo, nice. What you sucking your teeth for? <laughs> we also don't want to believe nothing, but don't want to watch the dude. Yo, I mean, watch the game, dog. Nice. All I'm gonna say is watch the game. Just watch the game, dog. <laughs> Young boy got it. All right, Blunkin done. On to the next. <laughs> 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 Yo, you got that, you got that do on the You do not want Lavar's kids to be nice. Yo, you can hate the pop, man. Ain't no reason to hate the kids. Hate the pop. Yo, Casey Mack says in the Send chat the LaMelo Alright, here we go, here we go, here we go Be awesome, the comment from Casey Mack in the chat LaMelo, LaMelo is the next James Harden Oh, oh my yeah. <laughs> Come on <laughs> He don't even score like that Uh Huh? Does he not? Yo, here we go I mean, no, not, yeah, see, do. you're saying like that first. Okay, there, there, there's like two people in Nobody the league scores like that, scores Nobody's like that James 40. But he scores. The boy was averaging like 16 off the bench, B, as a rookie. Off the bench. He's averaged over 20 points a game since he's been moved into the starting lineup. Being a starter. He does score like that, man. It's not like you're not going to look at it. You're not just going to think he's like this volume scorer like, like Harden. So, you know, maybe the Harden name is crazy, but – when you think about just the basis of what he's saying, like he's going to get those assists, he's going to get those rebounds, and yeah, Man. in two years, here's the mellow ball, here's and I'm it might you. not take two. In a year, he might average twenty five a game. It's not like scoring is Hold hard up. in the James, NBA now. Everybody's scoring. James Harden did. James Harden didn't put up numbers like this until his fourth year in the league. By the way, let's 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 not get it twisted. He's already on pace to, uh, to 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 be a better player. Not saying he will be, but I'm just saying James Harden didn't put up numbers that Lamelo's putting up his rookie year until his fourth year in the NBA. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I mean, man. that's not my opinion. That's not my opinion. James Harden rookie game. year, he averaged nine a game in 22 minutes. So I mean, you know, yeah, I know you don't want to like him, but you'll come around. You'll come around one day. Yo, <laughs> oh. so, this boy averaging 16. He averaging sixteen six and six as a rookie. As, as a rookie, and and and, and only and, and every one of those starting. things went up. Right, he's only started fifteen games, and that's Yo, started the only of, player to average. The only player to average what he's averaged as a rookie at um, the, the start is like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, like Magic Johnson. That's it. That be the list. All right. you know, I, 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 and and Ben Simmons, don't forget about Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, Ben Simmons on that list too. My bad. The only thing yeah, about Ben, he, he's still averaging the same things. Ben can't shoot threes though. Yo, Lamelo oh, makes yeah. the three though. Ben can't shoot threes. Three is more important. It's two things he doesn't do better than Ben, and that's play defense and attack the rim. Well, Everything nobody else? plays defense in the league probably better than Ben, other than Joel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, B. Austin just don't want to. He don't want to like the ball, so I'm gonna move on. 
<laughs> it's, it's personal. It's obviously personal. All right, so um, I don't know that. I don't know that half ninja. <laughs> Yo. All right, so the uh, I don't know that. Just the the, the, the rising uh, skills challenge. The skills challenge this season. Remember last season, the skills challenge was won by Bam out of bio. Uh, you know how does how does that? Why? But why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only it, two it, people in it. It it got crazy. Um, but this uh this weekend the skills challenge is. I'm sorry, I had it up, but now it's it's gone. But hold up, let me let me pull this up real quick. Uh, the skills challenge, which is going to air. At 6:30 p.m. on uh, is everything on? Is everything going on on TNT? Is that what we're doing this year? I'm a everything going on on TNT. Yeah, I think so. All right, the skills challenge roster. Y'all see, I'm still trying to stall because I can't find it. <laughs> All right, yo, we'll get back to that. Uh, Three-point contest. You got Steph Curry. You got Devin Booker. You got Zach Levine. Um, you got Jalen Brown. You got Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell. Who y'all got in the three-point contest? Steph. Yeah, Steph. <laughs> I'm going Steph as well. Um, I think he might get some heat from – like. Zach Levine can shoot. I don't think Zach Levine is going to be that same shooter in the contest. In a three-point contest, yeah. Um, No, I'm I'm not even saying he's not going to do well. I just think, you know, Steph, you know, (laughs) we've seen (laughs) what Steph can do in these type of contests. Um, This is Steph's, like, comeback year for pretty much everything. So, you know, I think there's a chip on his shoulder that we're going to see a little bit of on a uh, all-star Saturday. So yeah, I'm going to go with, with Steph as well. Game. Um, <laughs> the uh, slam dunk contest is going to be a three man uh, contest. Everything is, 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 and this is going to take place during the halftime of the all-star game. Um, do y'all first of all that format? I know we we talked about it for a brief minute when we announced it a couple of weeks ago. But do y'all think that's a good format? Whether than you know, rather than giving this contest its own stage like it has, like it's had for like the past thirty years or so. Uh, I mean, they had. I mean, I think this whole season is just like it's something different. So, I mean. This whole thing would it would have to be different. Everything's taking place one day. I mean, just get it over. But I don't think you know. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I don't think it should be taking place in anyway. But you know, however they got to get it done. Oh yeah, that's true. But but I think like this would be something that they can like if it's like if the format is cool. I think this is something they could pro- possibly look at for the future because you know the dunk contest. We know. It's not what it used to be. Every once in a while, we have some years where, like, it, it's it's kind of crazy. 
But overall, it hasn't been that. So I think it just being a part of halftime could be pretty good moving forward. But it kind of depends on. It still depends on who you get. Yeah, because they're going to want to make that money. The sponsor's going to want its own own time. Yeah, I I get that. But the participants this year, um, you're going to have Pacers, Cassius Stanley, um, Obi Toppin from the Knicks, and Anthony Simon from the Trailblazers. Y'all got any favorites in this? Like, I really have. Cassius Stanley. All right. Yeah. You, you said that, that like whoever that boy was. <laughs> I don't know none of them dudes, but whoever that boy was, you sent me a picture of earlier that did that dunk. And may or may not have done that dunk. Whoever that was, is he? I that was that win. was Jones. That was, he'd been in it before. He won it, but it wasn't. Oh yeah, he did. He win. didn't win it so overwhelmingly. Yeah. People like when when they put him in it, Wait, and it, people seen the kind of stuff that he's done on the internet. You just expected it to be more, but he did some nasty stuff when he was in it too. He, he, he's in, up, he's in it again. He's in it again. No, no, no. It's just the three. It's just cash. No, he's not in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he not. He's not in it. Because if he, if he in it, I choose him off a of dumb, off of a dumb reason. Yo, not, not he necessarily won. because of creativity. But yo, my man's vertical. Yo. He jumps like a he cheetah. Won off like, IG. He jumps like something whatever else. Whatever he did on IG, whatever he did on IG, ain't nobody gonna do nothing better than that. Yo, but you saw yeah, that no, IG video, is, Jimmy. It was kind of a tease. Like I'm sitting here, like, is there footage of him actually finishing that dunk? Because that would have been crazy. Somebody said that's why. That's why I said, hold up, is he gonna be in the junk? Because when I saw the comment, somebody said, is this gonna be finished on Saturday? Yo, if he if he was to get in, like, if I could do that, Jim, I would do that dunk every round. Like, what they gonna tell me? Like, what they gonna do? That's why I they gonna tell me there's not better than what everybody else is doing. Y'all know, y'all know he's from from the y'all know he's from the crib, right? Yeah, he was doing like a double, a double East Bay funk, a double joint. Yo, I don't know nothing about ball. I know he must not be able to ball that well because there's no way you could jump like that and not (laughs) average at least fifteen a game. How do you not average fifteen a game when you could jump like that? Like you should average fifteen a game just off like putback. Yo. Yo, boy got a forty-eight inch vertical, so I would pick him just bro. off the vertical, man. Yo, his vertical is bro. is silly, stupid. I'm not sure if he's very or not, but if he is, if he is, like, <laughs> come on, man, that's 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 dumb. Yeah, he jumps in, right. jumps over people. Hey, he but he catches, jumps like that. He only averaging eight points a game this season. So, <laughs> Cassius, uh, Cassius Stanley on the internet, he did. Uh, he did that dunk that the uh, the very light skinned brother from Orlando did, where he sat down in the air and put it under his uh, tux. Yo, yeah, boy sat down. Jimmy's favorite yeah. dunk. He sat, yeah, so, dunk yeah, he sat down. <laughs> well, I see what these young boys be out here doing, and I, I be I, every time I think about it, the Larry Nance T basketball dunk and how stupid it was, and he got a fifty. <laughs> like, that was so trash. We on double, double time. These young boys out here sitting down and eating and calling their girlfriends in the air and then dunking. Yo, See, but that's, yo that's, that's, that's evolution for you, man, because you go back and, and read about some of them old dudes. Like, they had the same kind of verticals, if not better than some of these dudes. Yo. But creativity, like, yo, nobody yeah. thought about that kind yeah. of stuff back then. Like, back then, going from the foul line was, like, the greatest thing you could do. And most ain't of them ain't look corny. Yeah. Right. Like, it was impressive that you can glide like that, but they look corny. This ain't this ain't yeah. this ain't a Mike this ain't a Mike love fest. But 
based on the amount of time dude could spend in the air, he definitely could have done some of this. Yeah. Dude used and, to and be even Mike Dunks. Like we used to marvel at a lot of Mike Dunks in the dunk contest. But if you think they about trash. it, all of his dunks went down in history the way they did because every time they show them, they show them in slow motion. And he does all yeah. kinds of stuff. Also, put it in slow motion. Yo, but when you cat, just watch his dunks in regular, real time and you regular like, speed, the F? they weren't all that. <laughs> that kiss the rim joint was yeah. kind of tough. But no, nah, they, they weren't. <laughs> Duncan from the foul line don't even somebody, seem really hype. Let, let somebody do a kiss the rim in 2021. You're going to boot him off the TV. <laughs> well, I mean, you should. You shouldn't be doing dunks in the contest that dudes was doing 30 years ago. But <laughs> Yo, my man, yo, my man, <laughs> Fred Webb threw it off the glass and dunked it with one hand. Like, although he was four foot one. He was like, four foot yeah. two, though. I'm about he to say, his, that, dunks, that his dunks will never look corny because of how high his feet because were. Because he little. Hold up, though. But th- that's why the worst one, I'm telling you, the worst one of all offer. time is Larry Nance. Because Larry Nance was like 6'10". <laughs> and my man, my, man, Nance. my man ran and jumped up and dunked two basketballs. And it was like, the crowd went wild and they said 50. <laughs> Come a long way. That's the thing. It's come so Yo. far that cats do things now that's sixty times better than what Larry Nance did, and we're still like, "Yo, the dunk contest trash." <laughs> Yo, cats be doing full front flips. He be like, "Man, get out of here! You ain't float." Yo, be your man put a cupcake <laughs> on the rim and blew that joint out, and people ain't get it at first. Yo, didn't realize how high he jumped to do that. Yeah, All right, quick, so I got, um, I got some I got some breaking news real quick, Dev. Um, uh oh. So I I you know so oh, I don't on, know if the on. folks know that Kevin Garnett. You got the uh, the joystick for me. The breaking news. <laughs> so I don't know if cats know that Kevin Garnett had put together a team that was uh, trying to purchase the Timberwolves. Um, okay. So obviously that didn't happen though. So he he went to social <sighs> media with his disappointment. Successful. Uh-oh. He, he says, and I quote, not hurt, but just disappointed. And then he follows that up with, so just got the news that this process in trying to acquire the Timberwolves is over for me and my group. Thanks, Glenn, for being yourself and what I know you to be. Good luck and all the best with that. And all the best with what we built. You got to understand that I'm trying to make out uh, his that, I know. He's trying um, to read it. Then he, gives, then, he gives, then, he gives a thumb, then he gives a thumbs up. He says, Guess it's time to focus on other places, maybe Seattle or Vegas. Crazy that some of these special players that help build these effing franchises, and he didn't say effing, these effing franchises like a home but can never own them, only rent them. GTFOH. So I can see the lava coming to the top of the volcano after he said I wasn't mad. <laughs> Yo, that, that's why. That, but that's why I had to preface that he started it with "I'm not mad." Yo, it's like he I'm said, not mad, but then it's like it's like a one mic verse where he start off uh, Yo, whispering. He said, "GTFOH issues a joke." F him though, you're lost. Keep in mind, moving, and we still out here looking, still going. It's all possible. Chuck up the deuces on that ass. Moving on. Yo. Um, moving so, on, but I got six know. more hashtags. Yo, my man went how, in. Truthfully, you know, how's that Kevin Bo, Bo going to get a couple billions he's expressing, from he's, he's expressing himself after telling us that he wasn't, you know, hurt, just disappointed, I'm, and then went in. I'm and, not mad. You know, so I guess the biggest line is, the, 
Yeah, the biggest line out of all this is that um, crazy that some of these special players that helped build these effing franchises, and he didn't say effing, mm-hmm. like a home, but could never <laughs> own them, only rent them. Get the F out of here. So he feels some type of way about not being able to build the franchise that he says he uh, he built, which he probably did. Yeah, I mean, he, you he think most the definitely world. built it. But, you know, you're also bouncing out of chips somewhere else. But. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's that. Um, all right, so last but certainly least, <laughs> um, this whole skills challenge, I got the names of that now, Five, six players in it. Um, five of the six in the skills challenge are actually playing in the All-Star game. Um, that's Chris Paul, Luka Doncic, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, Julius Randle, Nikola Vucevic, and Blazers, young man Robert Covington is in the skills challenge. He don't even got skills, yeah. so I don't even get it. But um, <laughs> who y'all got winning this? To the future, I'm going to go ahead and pick DeMontis Sabonis since people like um, – Bam out of bio done won this. Didn't didn't the Joker win this before? It's like the people yeah. you think that, makes that sense, are gonna though. win this ain't gonna win this. So I'm gonna go ahead and go. No, you know the crazy part when you think about that though, the big men in the league are the one with the most skills these days. Like we honestly like it's not true. even joking. The big guys tend no, to no, have I, the I, most I, skills these days. I mean, I didn't I didn't think um, so, I didn't I didn't think Bam was gonna win, but <laughs> but shout out I to didn't Bam. Think Bam had any skills. <laughs> yeah. Bam, yeah, Bam, me, last bro. year was just coming out year, though. You know, Bam showed us a no, lot. No, no, Bam, Bam could ball. Bam could ball. Bam could ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this Russian Sabre yeah, hat. Yeah, I'm going with bonus. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with bonus as well. Should be an all-star, uh, too. Yeah, well, he is now. Yeah. He's he's a he's a backup all-star. He's a Donovan McNabb. Backup all-star. <laughs> he's one of them dudes. You remember that, B? Everybody used to brag to us about how many Pro Bowls McNabb made and like, four out of yeah. six. He was, like, a injury replacement. Oh, my entire my – entire, in, like, damn near all of his appearances. My, my response to that is, thank God that the Hall of Fame is doing one thing right, and that's keeping Chunky Soup out. I don't know how long <laughs> it's going to last, but they're doing the right thing, man. They're, they're doing the all right, right thing. All right, well – Y'all know the whole all-star draft, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, LeBron James picking teams is not going to happen um, until after we're off the air. But who y'all got as the all-star game MVP? I don't think the team matters. Um, I got the beard. I think the beard is, you know, he his last month has kind of been a statement to the league. Um, yeah. Telling everything that happened in, in Houston, telling everybody that got beef with that, the SMD. Um, so I got the beard trying to, trying to go for this. Um, who y'all got? I I I got the beard as well for the for the exact same reason that you you mentioned saying he'll he'll take it, but also, oh man, I've been a husky I've been a husky athlete all my life, man. He's just showing you what husky dudes do. Mm-hmm. You can get out there with a little tire around your waist and give Cass 30. He's done it. I think the beard you guys I actually agree. I think, I, think, I think he's about to prove something right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, what, that's what I think. I think, you know, he want to put all that. He got a lot of negative attention with, with how he handled the whole Houston thing. So he's out to, to, to wow people so they can just forget about all that and just remember the kind of game he got. So, um, I got him. 
uh, winning it. Um, I also got a feeling that somebody like Kyrie going to try to not let him win it, but <laughs> but I, I think he'll I think he'll still get it. Um, all right, so our stat of the week, man. This is a James Harden stat as well. James Harden, um, in his win in the Nets win the other night against San Antonio, uh, he became the first player in NBA history to post a game with 30 plus points. 15-plus assists, 10-plus rebounds with zero turnovers. First in NBA history. I believe he finished that game with like 30 points, 15 assists, and 14 rebounds in an overtime win against the Spurs. Um, zero turnovers, man. Like Kyrie Irving is is 100% the shooting guard now. <laughs> James Harden is is definitely leading this team, you know, from a point guard standpoint. And he's still getting his buckets. He's getting his assists. He's getting his his um his, his rebounds as well. But zero turnovers. That's that's impressive. That's an impressive triple double right there, because it comes with no flaws on the stat sheet. I'm not saying he didn't make any. That's probably the most comes impressive. No one of the most impressive triple doubles I've I've heard of, man. That that's tough, man. Zero Definitely turnovers. Tough. Yeah, like like Jimmy said, man, the beard out to prove something right now, man. And our quote of the week comes from Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer. He's a Sixers writer, and this is a quote. Um, it's not a recent quote. It's from the quote right before the NBA draft where Joel Embiid was taken. Um, he said the Sixers should avoid Joel Embiid in the draft, and here's why. I'm not going to go into the here's why. The here's why is kind of a tease. He went on a he he wrote a whole article of why the 76ers should not draft Joel Embiid, and we said you know we gave you that quote of the week just to let you get an example of of something that really did not age well. And Joel Embiid, he has a chip on his shoulder for this dude because he came at his neck last night after he gave Rudy Gobert 40. Say Keith Pompey says you know that I'm afraid of all the the, the top centers in the league. He's like, yeah, you can really tell that I was afraid of Rudy last night. Um, he said, <laughs> keep talking. So, the, so, so, dude, in turn, had to come back today and write a whole article in response to Embiid going to his neck in the press conference, um, basically laying out why he, why he said that. And is basically saying that five out of the six games that Joel Embiid has missed this year, you know, on his own recognizance, were against top centers in the league. And that's funny, though, Jim, because that's not something that I haven't noticed before. I, mean, I said something about that in the chat. But, you know, I'm not – I wouldn't be crazy enough to go out and say that publicly, like, dude, and then get this kind of backlash after he gives the top defensive center in the league, you know, 40 and 20 damn near. So, you know, Keith got to lay in that bed. Shout out to his quote that did not age too well. <laughs> Bees like that sometimes, man. And we're gonna go to the phone line. That's real why quick. I hate, man. Okay. I'll just say I hate in general when people make like these definitive statements all the time in sports. It's absolutely crazy. Yo, cats must be setting themselves up for bad takes later. Right. Because they just, exactly. just want to sound, you know, provocative and whatnot. Like they don't give anything a chance to play out. Even if, even if he said this after Joel's first year and he didn't get on the court, or you know, for whatever reason. It's like you just like some of these statements are ridiculous, man. People, you'll play one year, it'll be subpar, and people will just make up their mind about you. 
<laughs> you know, you're not allowed to, you know, we've, like, we've thrown our fair share of barbs at olive oil, but I don't think any of us mm-hmm. ever went out on a limb and was like, yo, boy, ain't ever going to be ish. Like, I don't think any no, of us ever did that. Yeah, no. <laughs> and now look at him. Look at Julius Randle now. Like, look at, look at a lot of them dudes that were Lakers picks. Like they all got a night, but I definitely you know, said that it, definitely everything was taking too long Randall once they got LeBron. It. Like LeBron ain't got time to wait for these dudes to become nice. But would you say, B? You definitely were. I said I definitely didn't know. I didn't think that Julius Randle was going to be nice. I thought he was going to going to fizzle, but goes to show you. Fizzle. He wasn't doing nothing early to fizzle. <laughs> now he could the good. He could go nowhere up but up. So, you know, shout out, shout out to these dudes for, for coming back with something different every year and, and kind of, you know, making the doubters eat crow. All right, so uh, let's go to the phone line. We got the homie Tobias calling in from out in AZ. What up, Tobias? Roll damn tide. Roll damn tide, man. I felt like Jon Snow going against the whole white army by himself, man, today. Woo! Uh, uh, yeah, A.B. Austin, uh, Tobias was on Twitter having arguments with Roland Martin about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's administration. And I was cooking so, his ass, by the way. So, so you know, yeah, Roland, Martin, I, coming at Tobias, yo, Roland Martin, Roland Martin was mad heated at Tobias today. Yo, Tobias was calling you Tobias was coming at him with like policy stuff and asking legitimate questions and making legitimate points. And Roland Martin was like, this idiot. Like just calling him names, like <laughs> you know, that's like, and a lot of you know, and of course he has his little, you know, his his, Yo, his little fan base that just on jump on his job. Just when we, because uh, y'all remember Doctor Umar ready to consider, on his own show. Oh yeah, he yeah, Umar gave him gave him the world gave him the whirlwind work, but he, just when he consider maybe an inkling of retirement, we look at situations like this and realize, yo. Roland Martin isn't one third of the media personality that we are. Like, I mean, how could he, you come on Twitter the, he and act like that? Like that's, yeah, yeah, he does love. Yeah, he loves. He loves. He he's a boule. He's, he's part a of the boule. Right, so I mean, yeah. yeah he his money ain't right. I don't think he out of by his setup and show. He didn't make that much money at CNN, but uh, <laughs> no, make that much money. I saw a picture of him in his basement, and you know he was using tray tables as nightstands, as um end yeah. tables. I was like, damn, they like us. You know, and, I was like, he do the same stuff I do. So, yeah, <laughs> hey, you're rich, but anyway, like, uh, <laughs> damn, I was like, damn man, man. hey, tray damn, take a bed with TV deal. Uh, <laughs> but a couple of things, right? Uh, I I know his numbers aren't there, but I think Chris Paul should get MVP consideration. I know people don't want to hear that because we know he's a jerk. Top five. Last year, Phoenix. Top yeah, five. I go top three. About top five here. I go top three. Top three. Ooh, who you got? Yeah, Where's because three? because I I got MB. Uh, I think you tripping. I tell you why. Phoenix was so bad last year, they won eight straight games with a bubble and still couldn't make the play-in game. <laughs> Same team <laughs> as this guy. <laughs> and they were one of the best teams in the league. And, but, uh, but, but, his numbers, but at the same time, that eight-game run in the bubble showed you that they were improving. Yeah. See, this, and, this, is, uh, like, 
this is bad timing for like Devin Booker and them because then Chris Paul joins and he gets all the yeah. credit for their their improvement. But he, LeBron but he's probably gets credit for that too. He's definitely improved. Uh, you know, let's be honest, guys. LeBron just getting MVP because he's old, and people just feel bad because people who deserve to win MVP won the years that he won. I'm not giving yeah, James Harden because he quit. Uh, I can't give him that this year because he quit. Uh, you know, but uh, I think Joel Embiid he quit gonna early be enough good. to go make a name somewhere else, though. <laughs> yeah, and, and like Joel Embiid, right? He it's like Vince Carter. Vince Carter quit. He put up a great stat line that year. Uh, sorry, they didn't vote for him. But then again, it's a whole different breed of voters too, who, who, who think that. Well, hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. I agree. I agree that Embiid is MVP, but Bron is averaging like twenty six, eight, and eight, though. <laughs> nah, like, but yo, he's averaging twenty six, eight. Yeah, I'm just saying that to say because you make it seem like he's MVP like, he, he fell off. Like, yeah, he. That's what I'm saying. It's definitely not for lack of individual performance, but his MVP candidacy got kind of exposed when Anthony Davis got hurt. And they started losing all their games. Now, now I, but see, think what happens is, is that, you know, people, if anyone wins the MVP besides LeBron, people get mad. And let's just be honest here, guys. If Joel Embiid don't win the chip, they're going to act like he's Eric Montross all of a sudden. You know, that's how uh, you know, like you know nothing happen. counts unless you win the chip. Like, you know, we got people yeah. who told us that the process didn't work because, because even though they've only started building for like the last three years, they haven't won the championship, so the process didn't work. Like, and, and, what, I, and what people are missing, like y'all talking about like those sort of young Laker players, it's like a lot of the league. These guys coming in at 19 years old, most of them. And it takes time to, just to get stronger, grow in their bodies, and learn the game because these kids aren't really getting great coaching coming up. They're getting, hey, let's roll the balls out or get this AAU money, and, hey, we'll figure it out because you're the best guy on the team. And they finally get coached and they learn the game, and you see them pop after a couple of years. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, that's just something that I've noticed. A lot of these guys, most of them don't pop first year. They're good. Well, something just takes a little bit to get going. Cause it took, look how many years it took Brandon Ingram. And that he wouldn't have been able to hit his potential. LeBron was there. Don't knock on LeBron. But LeBron ain't waiting. And LeBron, everything goes through him. So it worked out better that he went to New Orleans and that he grew his game. And like John Morant, De'Aaron Fox. Remember the, everybody thought Lakers should have tra- drafted De'Aaron Fox. He would have been in New Orleans right now. <laughs> you know? They would have traded him. I mean, but listen, it worked out better. It worked out best for everybody. Like, none of those guys really got a chance to blossom. I mean, so that, that's the way it's supposed to work out. Cause, their chance. Brian got his chip. Yeah, he got a chip out of it. He got a chip. So yeah. it, was like, it, it, it worked out the way it was supposed to. And you know, young, honestly, you know, in the NBA, young players like that need to go to a bad team and just, and just learn the game and get better. They just get all this stuff in. Because if you own, like, these veteran teams, you might not even get in the game or you won't have a chance to grow your game and take those lumps. And that's why I thought it was cool they got traded. Because I remember the people back, I'm like, no, you trade these guys. They'll get a chance to grow their games. And, Yo, and look where they at now. That, I didn't realize that LeBron averaging, like, 27-7-7 for his career. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, by the way, that's, he, crazy. You know, that's why he play a few more years. And I think that's why LeBron is going to play for as long as he's going to play because every every record is in his reach. Like damn near. That's insane. Like, you know, he's already the only player with like, amount a certain amount of points, a certain amount of uh, assists, and a certain amount of rebounds. Like he's he's in that's a club insane, all by yeah. himself as far as 
what he scored, what he's assisted in, you know, his boards. Yeah, that's insane. You talk about that's insane right there, y'all. Yeah, I mean, you know Jim, and add add yeah. that on top of the hype and the pressure that he came into the league with, and his hometown, yeah. in yeah. Cleveland, his yeah. home area. I mean, yeah, he went there also. Yo, that that's a chip, tough. A chip in Cleveland is worth a chip in Cleveland is worth three chips in like New York or L.A. Yeah, it, he had that pressure his home area, but I heard you guys talk the dunk contest. It kills it. Not you guys, but I hear hundreds really. of people talk. They like they be like New York for three chips in New York. Shit. Yeah. One New York, one chip in New York is like eight now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but I know you guys are talking about the dunk contest. I know you hear pundits every year talking. About, oh, we've seen these dunks before. Give us something else. I'm like like y'all could dunk. We got a bunch of guys in real life with seven foot couldn't dunk. But yeah. But it, it's funny that we say we don't see these dunks before. We've seen all this. There ain't no entertainment. But we're cool seeing guys shoot threes out of a rack all the time. <laughs> the same guy <laughs> doing it. <laughs> you know, that's just funny. But I, I just think it's like it mainly is just the lack of stars who want have, to do it. You should have a catch-and-shoot three-point contest. <laughs> yeah, because it's all about the lack of stars who do the dunk contest. <laughs> and one thing that people that – like a lot of people that these young cats ain't getting now – Doing a dunk contest actually helps even build your star even more. And uh and cause Michael Michael Joel was milking a shoe, he walked to a dunk contest. <laughs> you know, he's still milking that. And mm-hmm. and like people say he dunks ain't whatever ain't all that. I'm like, you go out there and do it. On an eight foot <laughs> rim. Go ahead. <laughs> you know? You know you know who does that you know who does that? Most, I'm not talking about regular people, like people involved in the NBA, involved in all-Star Weekend all the time, who talks like that. And he was a dunk contest contestant, but Kenny Smith is always the one. We've seen this before and this and that, but that doesn't mean it ain't hot. doesn't mean it ain't hard to do. So Kenny mm-hmm. Smith is always, like, real difficult on these dudes for stuff that, like, he couldn't dream of doing even when he was in the dunk contest. But, um... Yeah, so we'll we'll yeah. see, man. We'll see how this goes off. Like Jimmy mentioned earlier, like it, there shouldn't be an All Star Weekend this year, or whatever. Bingo, especially yeah. in Atlanta. They uh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> they might as well have it in Texas or Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the part that killed me. It's like they doing it for the money, but in like one thing I say is before I go, because I know you guys go talk about Shaq and Candace Parker. I think honestly, both were right. Some, but I'll tell this one guy in a group I was in. I'm like, bro, if I'm playing the Warriors, I'll let Draymond shoot all the threes he wants. If he hits eight, he's like, well, we make some. I'm like, so be it. If he hits eight yeah. and they win, cool. It's like I mean, when that, people play the Sixers. Go ahead. That, that, yeah, no, I was about to say, that problem, conversation problem. between Shaq and Candace was so anticlimactic to me. Like, the way it was presented. I thought it was going to be, you know, a whole lot more. Um, she did school him on some things. Um, well, but, it's, but it's I don't think it was. I don't think like she it's, cooked it's him that, like everybody was saying she was cooking him. No, because because it's not just that one conversation. Shaq does does that every, all the time. Shaq, yo, if you watch Shaq play, you wouldn't think that Shaq hasn't played basketball. Shaq doesn't know what he'd be talking about at the time. Yeah, and no, I, I, like, I noticed that as well. It, and Shaq's go-to is always, you know, I won championship. I won ring. Barkley, that's his uh, that's all, with, and that's all he does. Anybody who challenges what he shit. says. But when Cats start talking about X's no, Shaq sounds like he's like retarded, and you know, no disrespect to you know mentally challenged folks. I'm, I mean, in a different way. But uh, 
you know, so it was it was her face. It was her face. It was her face that made it funny because she was looking at the ball like, yo, what are you talking about? And D Wade yeah. like was co-signing the fact that Shaq had no idea what he was talking about. And what did yeah. Shaq say? And, and you, we want to chip. And, and, we want to chip, didn't we? Yeah, and you know what? And here's the thing. I think like I remember like when Cleveland played Golden State that year when they came back on Golden State and uh. They left Draymond open. They're like, screw it. If he has eight threes, we'll shake his hand. And that's what – I think that's – like with Philly, right, when they play Philly. When Joel Embiid starts thinking he's dirt, teams are like, Ryan Anderson, teams are like, cool, man, bet. That's what we want you to do, <laughs> you know. Right, you're letting us and, off and, the hook. <laughs> yes, and I think there's a balance that today's NBA – hasn't reached yet. And I think Golden State had that balance and they was rolling because everybody forgets the part where they shoot mid-range jumpers, they move about the ball, they actually ran set, you know. People forget that part. They just see those jacking up threes. But here's the thing also. There ain't that many people, I don't think there's anyone in the history of the world who shot like Steph Curry. Trey Young, you ain't it. You like, yeah, all right. I, I, but you ain't I think that. I think the most eye-catching part of that conversation was the fact that Shaq seemed to not – he seemed to legitimately not know why they switch everything in the NBA now. See, and, and, and see, because that's the difference. I, he didn't I, know that because he never disliked, played his goddamn self. But, but listen, I dislike <laughs> that they switch. I dislike that they switch everything in the league myself. But on the other hand, I know why they switch everything. I just think – when it comes to switching everything, sometimes I think it's lazy because, yeah, we are yep. switching everything because everybody pretty much shoots threes now. But there's still a thing called a scouting report, and there's still some dudes who can't shoot. So it's like you don't have to switch everything. Some dudes you can you can move through the screen and stay on them because he's a much bigger threat driving to the hoop, and you want to keep your best defender on him rather than – you know, switching just because the rules in the league now are that everybody shoots. Yeah. See, Shaq could have come back with some context like that, but I don't. I think he legitimately didn't know until she told hey. him why everybody switches on screens now. It's because, yeah. because Shaq got power. It's, it's, it's because Shaq got through a table last night, but on uh, wrestling. But uh, it's, it's, you know, but it's funny. It's, it's funny. It's funny, Tobias. When you think about it, we make fun of Kenny because. He looks like he has bad breath and his knees not, but and he's a hater. But if you really listen to Kenny Smith, yeah. Kenny's been educating the world on basketball, and Shaq's been putting dinghy on his head for like a decade. Like Kenny is way way advanced compared to them other jabronis on that show, and they just poop on him because they treat him like the little brother, you know, I got a head yeah. type of thing. But Kenny. Been been trying to educate them dudes. Yeah, I mean because you know, Kenny, Kenny Kenny can acknowledge things like okay, like a, a lot of us out out here we don't like the way that basketball is going these days. It's but at boring. some point you have to accept it, especially if your job is to talk about it every day. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta accept it, learn about it, understand it, be able to talk about it without always just being. The you know the the get off my lawn guy like you know I, I I can get in my I can turn my get off my lawn switch on but at the same time we can always have a conversation about why things are the way they are today you got to have that understanding but I mean on their yeah. show you you really don't because what did Jimmy say earlier in the show 
Mm-hmm. Entertainment. Other stuff. It's about entertainment, and they have the most entertaining show, uh, basketball show on TV, bar none, whether they know their stuff or not. Like you turn to that you show know, and you crack up, like you watching, you know, the Kings of Comedy or something. So that's all they really yeah. need. You don't have to know what they're talking about. And one thing, and I'll say this now, Ron, but y'all about the switching, right? I remember last year when Luka hit that shot over the Clippers. I'm like, why in the hell did Kawhi allow that lady to switch let Reggie Jackson guard uh, Luka? That's right. part of the switching that I hate. It's like, bro, right, right. you going to let David West guard LeBron. How is that guard LeBron? <laughs> do you remember when to switch or not to switch was a defensive, uh, you know, it was a defensive yeah. strategy? Now it's an offensive strategy because they know you're going to switch. So they're going to say, to get this playoff that we want to get off in the end of the game, we're going to do this because they're going to put him on him. We're going to screen him. He's going to switch. And then we're going to end up with the matchup that, that we wanted all along. And you know it's mm-hmm. going to happen because the rules are switch everything. That's the bad yeah. part about it. it. You know, it makes you look stupid. Hey, you But you guys have a good one. And remember, guys, in 1996, the league average was 36% for three. The league average now is 36. Is it in words of package on? They make a lot of threes, but they take a lot of threes, too. It's just the same percentage. Have a great day, guys. Same. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. All right. Yeah, we that, got actually, that actually mathematic, that mathematically makes sense, though. Like, it's not about the percentage. It's about the total number made. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, always, it's the rule of thumb. All right, we got we we gonna go out to Cali. We got the homie Rob calling in from Cali. Rob, what's going on, man? How you? Yo, yo, what's good, man? Yo, what's good? Yo, yo, AKA, yo, I'm similar to a thriller in Manila, AKA, yo. Nah, I was just a big, I was, I was just a big hit at the time, man. I was about to play some nasty big lace. I'm good. How y'all doing? I'm good. How are you, man? What's going on? Good. I'm good. I'm good. I just, I, I just hope after I talk about this, y'all give some applause to my boy, to uh, Doc Rivers. You know, Doc Rivers, I'll, I think if Embiid is the MVP of Runaway, it's looking like right now, Doc Rivers should be, to me, in my opinion, should be the coach of the year because he, I guess, I guess you can say fine. I, I guess you could say activate the, the, like Joel and B's hidden powers. I know he can do this, and I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I know he can do this. I know he can play this high level, but can he do it consistently? Or as Drake said, you know, trigger fingers to the Twitter fingers. He's going to get on Twitter. He's going to keep flopping around all the time. You know, you know, like, like you know, I grew up, you know, my pops, you know what I'm saying, you know, New York City, he, he grew up, you know, with that, that you know, hard-nosed basketball, you know. Because my part of my friends behind his shoulders, you know, get your big big man in the paint, do what big man does, you know, and and I'm glad he's doing what the big man does, and and just saw and just demolishing everybody, you know. So, oh, oh, great, oh, I, you know what? Say what you guys say. Don't do no undertone. Don't be like, you know, Coach Bennett. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what are you you know, don't be like, don't, you know, you, you, you know, at least, at least corny is too my latest. Corny, corny. I, I can't believe I said his name. I didn't want, I didn't even want to say his name. You got, you got me saying some no name dude. Never mind, anyways, man. 
But, but, what's, but what's good, man? Yeah. Arrow. So, no, what's, so, what's good? So what's your, what do so, you think about um this this All Star Saturday that's about to go down, man? Who going who's gonna shine on All Star Saturday? Uh, I'm just gonna sit back and watch the game. I think, you know, I don't know Irving getting I'll crazy. I'll my name. Put some respect on. Did you? Irving you said Irving, yeah, Kyrie yes, Irving. Yes, you know, and, and we got to give a shout-out to Jimmy, too, because he keeps talking about Young yeah. Legend. I mean, me and him went back and forth. Like, like what are you talking about? Are y'all finished or y'all night. done? I ain't got no more talking. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 that's the thing, man. Like, me and Jimmy used to go back and forth, but Jimmy was like, no, Rob, you guys, like, look at this stuff. So, yeah, you know, he was like the real deal. I think we should go give the Doc Rivers. And, uh, yeah, I mean because it, that that was like um, the conversation that we had earlier before you got on the line. It's like a lot of y'all just like to make judgments so quick, as if people don't improve. You know, people can't. No, just do it. Draw, man. draw a line in the sand and and just decide one day that they're gonna stop all the antics and get better. So y'all gotta give people a chance to do that. Cause like like I, B. Austin said earlier, like or I mean Tobias said when he saw it, like these guys coming to the league so early, you gotta, you know, you might not want to, but you gotta give these dudes time to mature these days. Like that's just, you know, it's just real. I, yeah, I know it takes about the average, and this is why I looked up. It takes, and this is my thing, it takes about six years for players, really, unless you like to kill me on the that's like you kill Neil LeBron. It takes about a good six years for somebody to really like you know come in and get and get in a prime. Unless you like to kill Neil LeBron, unless you like unless you're a goat, it, it takes a little while for them to mature. My thing is is like you know for me you know y'all come from a big city and, 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 and y'all know because y'all come from blue collar. You know, it's either in the Cali in LA, it's either gonna get yams or you're gonna play ball. And some dudes like. Dwight Howard wants to get yams, whoever, and some guys like Paul Gasol, but he wants to play ball. You know what I'm saying? Man, man yams. <laughs> oh, oh, whatever. Who cares? Ew, gross. Uh, it, g- gross. You know, I, I'm kind of really disappointed in my Lakers. I don't know uh, if right I say now. this. He, he acts so holy. I mean, Yo, he, he oh, may love every go, girl crazy. in every city in that. <laughs> That's true. He said, "Get yams." Magic got yams. No comment. What about y'all? What about y'all? What is he Can you tell me? Big magic jump. No the hell, Sterling. No the hell. I don't think that's good. I forget that dude. Oh, that. Anyway. What has he done? He does. He breathes. That's what he did. Come on, man. Anyway, man. Uh, I do. I do. I, I, I do, do want to say. I'm always disappointed my Lakers, but you know, hopefully AD comes back, comes back. But um, I mean, we'll see. Would you, would you Rob? Would you say at this point AD is better than LeBron? I mean, you know, uh, Oops. Hello. Go ahead, you there? My bad. Go ahead, you there? Uh, I, I, I mean, I mean AD. No, I mean he, he's averaging a career low if you can, if you think about it. He, if he if he's probably his best hurt. teammate, arguably. Yeah, I mean, but even even before he got hurt, he's having an off season. 
I mean, at their age, at their age, I would take him, but he's not having a better season than LeBron, even before he got hurt. Mm. Yeah, 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 he was. He was having career lows. He was having a career low. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I will give a shout out to the, the, the bias. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Yo, boy having a career low and everything. I thought after winning that chip, he'd take it to the next level. My man was like, I got my chip. I'm cool. Lord, he, bet, he better not. He said, uh, big yellow ass. Man. Uh, you, 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 Damn. You see, this is why Darcy can do with the MVP. You see, this is why Darcy can do with the MVP. But anyways, man, yo. Um, uh, nah, my man Steph, Steph Curry got an argument with that. Uh, my man Steph Curry is one out of a billion. How about that? You know what I'm saying? But uh, True. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, but like, but, but but I want to say a shout out to the Bison because what he brought when he, when he saw Roland Martin, I don't know what the argument was, but I do know Roland Martin is one of them black dudes who doesn't really focus on policy. He focuses. He's a personality that focuses on popularity. One who, who, uh, who, when you try to, when you actually come at him with an argument, a substance argument, he goes and he attacks you personally. That's a lot of peace, right? So, and, and so he'll call somebody an idiot, this and that, sort of like a, uh, sort of like a Boyce Watkins in the same way. When you try to come at him with policy, he think he gets pressure and he attacks you personally. And wants to block you and says, oh, I believe black men should be independent. We don't believe handouts. I'm like, okay, you don't believe in handouts, but then, but then, but then you ask for reparations. But we call it, you know, we ask for reparations. That's another story in itself. That's another conversation. You know. Yeah, no doubt. But, man, uh, yeah. We got to roll. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, All right, brother Rob. And, and, We're and, looking and, out. And, 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 and last but not least, because I want to ask y'all something. Uh-huh. What do you think about the reports? And y'all can talk 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 about this after I leave. What do you think about the reports about hey. Russell Wilson leaving Seattle? One, do you think the Seattle Seahawks are very stupid for not catering to the the franchise quarterback, one of the top probably three quarterbacks in the league? And two, do you think he'll be better in some other market or some other other teams than that than, than the Seahawks? Because the Seahawks offense. Even though at times it'd be good, always stagnant. He is taking a lot of hits, but but that's all I gotta say. Shout out to Sierra, you know what I'm saying? I think Charles six two man. Shout out to Russell Wilson, man. You know what Shout I'm out to Sierra. All right, man. We holler at you. All um, right, yeah. I mean, we kind of wrapped about that last week. I mean, I don't really see the ball going anywhere, but at the same time, like you never know. Like it's hard to answer. It's not about market. Yeah, how we how we know where he going though? Like, how we supposed right, to Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's not really about the market; you know it's saying? about the like, team around him, the coaching, and all of that kind of stuff. He might go to New England. He might right. go to New so, England and run off five. Like, we don't know where he's going. <laughs> so, so it's really hard to answer that question about you know would he be better in a different market? Um, all I know is I really can't see the Seahawks parting with the dude, but we'll see. Like, it's a lot of stuff that we couldn't see in sports, and it ended up happening. Um. I mean, if he if he goes somewhere else, then I'm pretty sure to pick up the contract that he has, then it's definitely a team that covets his talent. Um, think that maybe Seattle's doing the wrong thing, going to put some better stuff around him. So, you know, he'll have a chance to be successful wherever he ends up, man. I don't know. 
But look, man, we we gonna talk about real quick what happened this week while y'all on the grind. Jimmy, tell tell these people what it is, man. Absolutely. What happened while you were on the great naive is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website, hit up digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and tell them you're here to get the hookup. But it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the great naive. Uh, let's see, Amazon. Amazon is in talks to carry the NFL Thursday night game exclusively on Amazon Prime Video. That is amazing. Uh, Amazon Prime Video. And that's so, ludicrous. But go ahead, though. Listen, <laughs> I'm, uh, because, you know, this is supposedly a billion dollar deal that might be in the works. Um, it wouldn't happen until the 2023 season. But, you know, I, you know, I'm a prime member. You know, Jimmy, I know you're a prime member. Be awesome. I'm, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you're a prime member. So it's not going to hurt us either way. But to take, like, what do y'all think that's going to do for the general public? Like, like for me, I, you know, you, you kind of think everybody's a damn Amazon Prime member by now, but that's not the case. So do you think it will be a lot of pushback from the general public once they make this deal? Or will they do something like, you know, because Amazon Prime was having Thursday night games now, um, but they were also on NFL Network and they were also on, I believe, CBS do y'all think they would mm-hmm. still it would be exclusive exclusive like they say or will they still run it on the NFL network for the people who don't subscribe to to I think they'll, I think they'll I think they'll test it um I think they'll test it out but I also think that the NFL as with any major major multi multi billion dollar brand they've done the research they see the trends. They see where things are heading. One of the things that, that I believe this whole pandemic has done has pushed um, the general public more towards digital, more towards being inside. So if there's a decision to partner with Amazon, it's because they believe that the trend now, what things, where things are now, it's profitable to be there. But over the next decade or two, however long the deal exists, you're going to see double-digit increases in people being subscribed to Amazon, and you're going to see terrestrial media go the way of the dinosaur or move more towards the dinosaur. So I think that this decision Listen, man, is you, about you, now. You're sounding all eloquent. The bottom line is traditional media is dead. It's really on its way out. I was looking at some data the other day in terms of the numbers of like people that watch CNBC and CBS and all that kind of stuff. The numbers are so mm-hmm. low, it's like, la- yo, put it like this. YouTube has more viewers than every cable and regular TV network combined. And and that's combined. all true. But, what- but, but where where mm-hmm. traditional media gets its numbers is sports. It's like the only live, place live broadcast. Yeah, yeah, live sports live broadcast. the only place they get their numbers. So I was just like, are they just going to cold turkey, just cut everything off like that or- and and just neglect. No, they're probably going to try uh, a certain to part of the because demographic, is, or because they can they easily get those say, numbers, but even those numbers are down. Like, so one of the one of the things that that they studied is like the numbers are down because again, people aren't segregating sports the way they want to. Now it's just about eyeballs. It's like yo, I wouldn't be shocked, and I know people are going to think I'm crazy. That if within ten fifteen years you're watching the NFL exclusively on Facebook, that wouldn't even shock me. Because now 
it's literally just and, about, and how I, long how long did you like, say I said about ten years Yo, about ten because years. it's oh, about oh, okay. eyeballs okay. it's not it it's it's not even to the point where um people are like, all right, well, sports is this one thing, and regular TV show is this other thing. Like, yo, people just want to watch content, whatever that content may be. Everything no, and, and I, I agree. In, in the NFL, in every sports league, they're going to go to the highest bidder, you know, at some point, regardless. That's what I'm saying. The only thing, I'm, the only reason I'm questioning now is because they have their own network. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, cause it's even like that now, even though they put it on – you know, CBS or whatever else they put it on, they had to also have Thursday Night Football on their own network. Now watch so that's the, that's the biggest or, reason why I'm questioning that because they could say that to Amazon, all right, we're going to run it here also. But then I think if that's the case, Amazon's going to have a right to lower their bid then. I ain't going to give you a billion dollars if we're not going to be exclusive exclusive. You know what I mean? Here's we're going to bring right? that together. What's going to happen is Amazon, you messing around with Amazon, Amazon going to buy the NFL. Yo, here's the thing, right? <laughs> NFL. Yo, you laughing? I'm, yo, I'm dead ass serious, though. I'm dead ass. Like, yo, this is the world we live in, man. Like, yo, we got these behemoths that just, like, buy everything. Here's the oh, thing. Here's the thing. The NFL also could get on their own, John. Like, look, we're not giving the contract to nobody. We want all of our fans to pay us twenty four ninety nine for the NFL app, and you got to watch all, all the games on our app. Right. I mean, I'd pay it. You've done it. You've <laughs> done it. I mean, I, I'd pay it. Like so, you know, there's millions of people that have pay that. Like they can say, "Yo, we and and we gonna get the advertising dollars because we still gonna show commercials." Like we taking all this in house. It's cheaper than Sunday ticket. And Sunday ticket, that's the markup because there's another, you know, what I'm saying there's another entity that got to get theirs. So it's a crazy markup. So, yeah. <laughs> Cut them out. What else happened? You know what I'm saying? Back, back by Amazon. <clears throat> NFL, owned by Amazon. Yo, um, Kellen, Kellen Winslow II, a.k.a. the soldier dude, um, he's sentenced to 14 years uh, for being a rapist. Man, that's what it really boils down to. That's what it boils down to. It goes down. I mean, he got what he deserved. Probably, probably didn't get as much as he deserved. I mean, they don't give a freaking, you know what, about you. They will kill you. They're out there to no, kill you. Wouldn't. So I'm going to kill them. Yeah, right <laughs> you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. You left him for man. No, man, I'm pissed. All y'all take this down. I'm, I'm pissed, <laughs> man. We don't care about nobody except this you. We don't. If I didn't hurt him, he'd hurt me. They're gunning for my leg. I'm going to come right back at him. <laughs> Soldier. All right, soldier, we see you in fourteen. Yeah, the soldier dude. He raped like Listen, five man, women. He he was off his rocker back then. One of them was like a man has, he, I think my man was born with CTE. CTE hereditary. Like he was born with it. Yeah, because let me let me remind y'all just of a couple of the things. Because he he was accused of raping like five people, but he was also accused of yo. yo they said he grandma. performed a, a lewd act in front of a seventy-seven-year-old woman at a gym. While hiding his GPS monitoring monitoring ankle bracelet with a towel, he also exposed himself to a 57 year old neighbor yeah, who was gardening it out. having a bike app that gave his location at the time. Like, like he he got a his fetish thing, for old. Things. His, his thing his thing was pulling it out in front of the old ladies and going to town, like not necessarily even on them. He just wanted them to watch. 
Yo, my man, my man, he was born with CTE. He was born with CTE, yo. Study his brain. Like, I think it's hereditary. Hereditary CTE. Yo, um, yeah, he got passed down. Oh, you clown. Yo, Creighton coach Greg, Creighton coach Greg McDermott. Oh, you Well, he, he has apologized because he referred to the program as a plantation. Yo, did y'all hear what this boy said, man? He was trying not to lose his, uh, you know, his team or whatever. So in his speech, he thought it was going to be cool to say, <laughs> I got the, I got the quote right here. If my page will stop refreshing on me for no reason. Um, he said he wanted to make sure they, all right, I'm reading the wrong thing. All right, I'm tripping. I stay losing stuff. All right, I'll get to it in a minute, man. I'll talk about it. He was talking about the plantation. Um, he was basically referring to the, the program as a plantation by saying, like, all right, I don't want to, you know, we got to stay together now. I don't want anybody, you know, basically leaving the plantation. And you're saying this in front of a bunch of black basketball players. Like, dude, you really shouldn't be, especially in college basketball, as much as we've kind of, everybody, not just we, but as much as, College sports have been equated to the plantation uh, kind of lifestyle in the past 10 or 15 years with with all the money that they're making off of these guys, and these guys aren't allowed to make money off their own likeness. This is the last place right now that you want to be using an analogy of a, of a plantation. Yo, what's wrong with yeah. your man? <laughs> Tom, he don't know, he don't understand like what the climate that he's working in right now. Um, real quick, this is for the folks out there listening, Dev, they postponed tonight's drop. Um, and y'all know what I'm talking about, so it is. I got It's already seven thirty. I was about to start refreshing on the air. So um, ah, yo, so um, good. I can week, I can live man. my life tonight. <laughs> yeah, man, the drop the drop the drop is postponed. They said they want to make sure everything runs smooth because it's their first All Star drop. But anyway, man. You probably think we talking about drug, drug drug drops on the on the oh, air. No, no, no. NBA top shots. I don't want no. I don't want right. no no smoke with the feds. But Joe, it's the NBA <laughs> top shots. No, so Jim, I ain't got to meet down to the docks tonight. All right, cool. <laughs> no, no, no sir, no sir. But um, real quick though, um, Nike, a Nike vice president, right? You know, a lady who's worked at the uh, the company for twenty five years, worked her way up to vice president. She had to resign because her son liked IG attention. He had a reseller business, and he went to IG drawing with all the, you know, exclusives and things of that nature and did interviews about his reseller business um, and came out, obviously, that he had to connect and find out who the connect was. And his mom lost her 25-year career, built herself up to the vice president. Yeah, the thing that put the, the – like. The thing that, that blew the spot up on them was a, a Bloomberg article that they did on, dude, and they traced one of their the credit card purchases. He had, he did a, a credit card purchase for like six figures worth of Yeezys. And they traced the credit card and they saw that the credit card was in his mom's name. And then they realized that his mom was a, you know, a, a Nike executive. And like Jimmy said, all the attention that he tried to grab on IG, it was usually in front of like mountains and garages full of Nike boxes or, or he would like put thousands of sneakers out on display in front of his house and 
and and do some hashtagging and all of this kind of stuff. The funny part about this, Jim, is the the way people kind of responded to the article when it first came out earlier in the week. Everybody was like, oh, this is a brat kid. He got his mom, you know, lost his mom, her job after 25 years. And my thing is, why are y'all feeling sorry for the mom? If this dude is sitting in front of mountains of Nike boxes, who the hell do y'all think the plug was? Like his mom yeah, is a plug for twenty five years. Who do y'all think the plug was? Like how do y'all how are y'all feeling sorry for y'all gonna feel sorry for anybody? Why are y'all feeling sorry for her? So people were like, she got caught selling work product, right? And they were actually saying like, I think people were just because it wasn't a lot of details in the first few articles that came out. That's why for me, I read like four different articles and kind of pieced the details together myself. People were looking at articles that didn't have much detail, and they were like, well, he stole his mom's credit card and bought all the – I'm like, that's not what any of the articles said. They just said his mom's name was on the credit card. I found details that said the credit card was in the name of his business. It was a corporate Amex. And and I'm thinking to myself, dude was only 19 years old, so he probably didn't have the credit, you know – nor the you know the name. Man, his, mom, his, his, name mom, his mom, his mom found a side hustle. Right. His mom found a side hustle and, and used his son as the front. Like, listen, right, man, so it she, is what it is. Out man. Here you helping got, him resell you know, her company stuff. What are y'all feeling sorry for this lady for? She's the plug. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the problem with it. The problem with this is this is another instance, man. And again, I'm gonna be saying this for the next ten years. I don't uh-huh. think we recognize. Yo, you, it's one of them things where it's like, yo, the crack epidemic, right? Sometimes I watch documentaries and stories, and, and I read data, and I say, yo, we grew up in this, and I didn't recognize that we grew up in this. I didn't recognize how violent and how deadly it was because it was my life, right? So when you look at the when you look at the murder rates of all the major cities, they were three to four times worse than it is today, but we didn't recognize it because that was just our normal life. Like, you know what I mean? To quote. Cameron Giles, I mean, cats got shot every day, B. But I think that we're living in one of those times again where, yo, there's going to be documentaries in 15 years about, like, the social media era where, like, yo, cats are shooting and killing each other over posts on Twitter. Like, that's a reality. You know, people are doing all these things for these likes. Likes are the new drug, yo. They're a drug. And it's worse. Well, you know, Maslow told us this years ago, dog. Maslow gave you the hierarchy of needs, man. And so, you know, that's, that's what we're dealing with, man. It is what it is, anyway, though. Don't her um, Argentina, because I still think this lady's going to use whatever connect she has to just go full throttle with her son in this business, man. They're making listen, crazy. She's about to be on the gram, too. Right. And he got she so much. To be on the gram, son, too. He has so much product. Like, their their inventory is so crazy. Like, they got. They're going to make some good money for a while. Bro, they got more products than several uh, stores that I I can go to to actual stores and they got more product than stores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If if you look at, and and remember, Jim, the the five or six pictures that's been floating around, that's not even of the same inventory. The boxes aren't even the same. Yeah. Go in the back room of any Foot Locker. They don't have half as much inventory as this dude got. That's why I'm sitting here like y'all are that night sitting here talking about he's a brat kid and he lost his mom her job. His mom is the plug. <laughs> Yo, young boy had more problems. <laughs> his mom is the Peruvian connect. Like y'all, y'all come Yo, young boy had more products than El Chapo. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like his his, his inventory was major. 
Yeah. You know, I hope you creeps got receipts, though, in the words of Christopher Wallace. Yo, no, side man. note, before we get out of here real quick, man, I know you got to get a state sports history, man, but, yo, when you watching uh, Coming to America, are you going to watch it first thing in the morning, or are you going to wait for the family, or what you going to do? Man, I was trying to wait for the family, but you know how my family be, because I actually got to do something tomorrow evening, and I'm going to be back probably close to 10, and they all going to be trying to be asleep. I might just have to watch it tomorrow night. Not tell them and then just watch, and watch it again Saturday and act like I never yeah. saw it before. But yeah, <laughs> wife was like, "We gonna watch that Saturday night." I'm sitting there thinking like, "Right, everybody gonna talk about the whole thing on social media way before then." No, real Pretty talk. Much. People yo, talking about before, it. What is it? Uh, yo, yeah, like two o'clock yo, in the morning. Speaking, people speaking gonna be talking family, about it. Watch it at midnight. <laughs> Yo, speaking of family, yo, I just want to give a shout out to Eva just because, like, I don't want no smoking case. You know what I mean? Yo, she ain't got no shout outs. Like, you don't want, I don't you want, want no smoke, yo. Like Charlie. <laughs> Dog, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Before we get out of here, man, this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book, written by our own Jimmy the Blueprint, best sports book out right now. Make sure you get it. You can get it at sportsthebook.com. You can get it at warroomsports.com. Wherever you get it, just make sure you get it. Got it? Alright. 3-4-68. March 4th, 1968 was the day that Joe Frazier takes his record to 20-0 and captures the vacant world heavyweight title after stopping Buster Mathis in the 11th round in a TKO at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Um, this was also the day in 1947, I believe, that Babe Ruth became the highest paid player in MLB history by signing a three-year deal worth $70,000 per season. Man, what a time to be alive. Dudes out here getting $300 million deals now. <laughs> worth forty, fifty million dollars a season. So shout out to to Babe Ruth, man. He was the start of all this Brink, Brinks truck stuff in baseball. Cause seventy thousand back in them days, that was that was a pretty thing. Yeah. So um, we like to give a war room salute to these historical moments, and we about to get up out here. Go. Yo, thank you everybody for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody who called and got through those we can get to. We apologize because we are getting out of here. Shout out to everybody in the group chat, everybody on Facebook, everywhere, man. Tune in next week live right here on demand. We're going to be back talking about sports. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy NBA All-Star Saturday in the ATL. Be safe out there. Use condoms. But listen, um, catch us and next week. Same time. Same back channel, but until then, anything that we do, you can find at our hub, and our hub is warroomsports.com. All of our content, media, contacts, everything can be found at warroomsports.com, and that includes my book, Sports the Book. Find that at warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. I'll see you chumps on top. Get that mobile app. It's not dialed. Call it.
sensitive, then oh well. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Listen alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, tip stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. What real sports? Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.